0: Hey guys, we want to welcome you back to uh, Stern's TikTok. I have my co-host here, uh, JD. Uh, today we are uh, going to be talking about the Samsung Unpacked event for uh, this year and, uh, boy do we have a lot to discuss um, uh, we're going to be going over obviously the uh, uh, Samsung watch the uh, fold the flip uh, and all that great stuff so uh, I guess uh, first things first um, we will go ahead and start off with the flip uh, what you think about uh, that JD just in terms of uh, what you saw how you felt about the product uh, if you think it's uh, a lot better uh, than its predecessor uh, what are your thoughts on that
1: um, I feel like when you compare it to like let's say you're comparing the two to the three, I think there was more of a noticeable uh difference when you're comparing it from the three to the four. Um, not as much. Um I yeah. think they're starting to get to the point where they're trying to refine it even more, so which is kind of what I expected from the event. So Oh for sure. The but, uh yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, the they uh sort of lowered uh kind of the um, I guess you could say the outside of that um, near the hinge part. Um, yes. Kind of made it more thinner, so it looked more sleek. Uh, they made the bezels on the inside a little more thinner, so you have a little more screen space. Um, they, I think that's pretty much about it. They, I think they might have improved in. Um, yes, they did improve performance on it a bit more. Um, so overall, it's it's a little bit better, but I agree with you wholeheartedly. It just it's basically the same thing. Um, not really a whole lot of difference there, but still pretty cool. Uh, and I still stand by my uh, previous word that I would prefer the flip over the fold, uh, just because it's smaller, it's more compact. I'm able to, you know, put in my pocket easier, that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, so.
1: Yeah, I think I think the um, I think the flippable phones are just really impressive to me. Um, you got that? Oh yeah, um, the razor out there. You've got the flip uh, four. Um, and then you've also even got some, you know, speculation about uh, Apple uh, designing a flippable phone as well. So yes, that's um, true. Definitely, that's definitely a model line that I'm, I, I it excites me, and I look forward to you know, using different iterations of those um, in the future, testing them out, seeing how they work, uh, how they feel on a day-to-day basis. So yeah, um, I agree with you there, and um, I feel like. The other thing that adds to that being for, you know, the general public is the fact that it's $700 cheaper. So um, that's something that would I feel would be more attractive to the buyers. The fact that, okay, I'm not spending another phone's worth of money to get the Fold, which we can t- definitely talk about that right now is, is just kind of the, the improvements they've made on that as well with the hinge and... Um, the fact that they're trying to take away uh, more moving parts and stuff like that and just make it. Um, I thought i thought the engineering on that, if you guys actually watched the Unpacked event, was pretty cool, just how they kind of laid that out for you and taking away certain gears and just making it more um, almost unibody, I would say, even though that's technically not what's going on.
0: Yes, uh, exactly. And for this fold, um, I am a lot more impressed with the upgrades it got than the flip to be honest um they did a lot better engineering with the hinges like you said and yep. uh made them a lot smaller the i guess the what, what what was it called oh man what did they use some they used something different uh for engineering uh that made a uh, is it on the screen it, no it's well it's in the hinge it's uh it's the hinge that they use because originally they used, um, in the first and second, uh, flip or excuse me, the first and second folds well, in the flip too, they used, um, gears, right? Um, right.
1: Yeah. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. Yep.
0: And, uh, that caused for a little extra added weight, um, little clicks here and there. Yeah. Thickness. And now what they've done is they've engineered a new piece of, uh, technology to where, uh, the weight is lessened and it feels a lot more smooth like butter. Um, and yeah it, it's it's' remarkable, and the also again they've uh decreased the bezels on those, so get much more screen um from what Mark has said and um how he's uh, used the because I think he already got it um the uh the actual crease isn't as noticeable, and uh, yeah. you can't really feel it as much like if he said if you're actually looking for it, you're gonna find it obviously. But it's not as bad as the three, which I'm really glad about that they that they fixed that a bit more. Um, and I'm just gonna say this straight up right now before before we get on to other things and continue talking to the um the fold. I am very much considering right now switching to Samsung. I was highly impressed with their uh,
1: advancement. That was a scary thought. I never. I know. Like okay, let me ask you this question here when you say switching are you, are you talking about like you know a one to three month you know trial to actually test it out or are you actually talking about full-on switching
0: i'll probably test it out and see i'm I'm okay. not like and this is not like a definite thing but um i really feel like just see the, the aesthetic of, of apple has always um made me stay with it just and it's not so much a biased thing it's just more of you know I love the. They way have a it simplistic looks. design. They have yes. a premium
1: feel. They have privacy. They have things that you feel like, okay, I can trust this company. Um, with any Android phone or brand, in, in general, I feel like I have an issue with that on some level. Even Google. Yeah. Um, you know, because obviously they're the ones that you know start everything, but um, even them, I, I have you know my my reservations, but um, yeah. So that's actually um, quite a statement from you to hear, Um, even if it's just for, you know, a few months to actually feel it out and test it out. So, um, but yeah, no, I've always had, um, for those of you guys listening, you know, Miguel and I always have had this belief that there is no, you know, um, first spot holder when it comes to a cell phone maker, a brand, Yes. Um, we never really feel like, okay, it has to be Apple or it has to be Google or it has to be Samsung or or OnePlus or whoever. We've always believed that everyone has their own level of, um, you know, excelling at something for the consumer and that's what they, you know, specialize in and stuff. So that's really what we believe. Um, Mm -hmm. Do we use, do we have our certain daily drivers? Yes, we do. Do we prefer Apple in some way? Yes, we do. But that's just on our own level. Um, When you, the consumer go out and buy something, you're looking for something, and there are so many brands that can offer you a certain specific feature or maybe even you know a handful of features that you're like, okay, yes, I can use this, whether you're a pro user or just the average Joe or Monpa, you know, 67 years old, just want something simplistic or whatever. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's all out there. So I, I just kind of want to throw that out there, just a small segue into that because it really is important. We don't want you to think that, oh, we're just Apple fanboys. We're not um we definitely have a level view of you know the horizon and what's out there when it comes to technological advancements and who is doing what and what they offer so
0: yeah exactly and you know I, I hear from a lot of people well apples better than samsung no samsung's way better than apple there are a lot of things that apple um succeeds at better than Samsung and vice versa and even with OnePlus and even though they're not doing too great lately but um besides that uh they all have their perks they all have uh something that they do better than one another um and it is good to consider you know uh, and, and discuss you know, what do they uh, take over than the other which one does a little bit better than the other in terms of you know photos display battery etc so um but, yeah, I, I am considering it, and I, I just love the design. I, I I know I've said, like, I like the flip more than the fold, but the fold just looks, I don't know. It looks a lot it's unbe- more cooler. It's, it's,
1: it's unbelievable, you know, the fact that you can – and I know. Yeah, we, we did say that. We said the flip is just going to be – it's 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 for the average user because it has an average user price. Um, yeah. You know, if you're comparing an iPhone, that's right there. You're about $1,000, uh, or at least the, the iPhone Pros they're about $1,000. When you're looking at the flip, it's about $1,000. So you're like, okay, that's my comparison right there. Or even if you're looking at the S series, that's also on the same line as well. Um, but when you look at the Fold, that is a pro user phone. You have the S Pen, you have a massive screen inside, you have an external screen on the outside that's full fledged. You can do whatever you want. Same thing on the outside as you can on the inside. Right. It's just uh, more versatile, obviously. So but, yeah, no, I can definitely understand why, you know, you kind of have that certain nudge to say, hey, I you want to get the fold versus the flip, you know, even though it's, you know, $700 more or whatever. So
0: Yeah, uh, and actually I just saw uh, on Twitter uh, a poll that was done uh, from at Tech Barrett um, or Barrett Co., he asked uh which Samsung Galaxy Foldable smartphone would you like to buy? And sixty-seven point six percent of people said they would like the fold, and thirty-two point four percent of people said they would like the flip. So, obviously, and that's there was only like two hundred and eighty one people that voted there, but still that shows you like I think for the most part, and I would agree with this, most people are more into the fold, just because it is a beautiful, awesome, amazing phone. I mean I have no other words to describe it. It's it's beyond uh, anything I could have imagined like a few years back. Uh, it's it's remarkable, and I think it's really going to change the industry in uh, mobile phones and just flips in general. Because I think I think you did say the like Apple's considering making a a, fo- a fold. There's the um
1: uh let's see, Motorola, razor, razor, Motorola. Motorola. Um, so there's not many people in the game. I think, the, I think even Vivo has. Um, well, of course they have a, they have a foldable. It's not a flip phone, but um, Vivo has. I think the Vivo Find X or something like that. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, there, there's a lot out there. So it's it's a it's a really honestly for me, it's an exciting time you know in mobile development and stuff like that. Um, and something that I feel like the the market needs. Um, because even though not everyone is just going to go out and buy one, it's the fact that they're trying to think outside the box. This is something that we really haven't seen since, you know, 2007 when the iPhone came out. It was something revolutionary. Right. And I feel like this development and this push that Samsung is trying to do, it wasn't just one, you know, fling that they tried out one time and that now, now they're done. They no longer make folds. No, they actually stuck to it and they kept on trying it out and kept on developing it and refining it. And I'm, I'm really glad they did because it really challenges the market. And um, gives other brands to, you know, have something to aspire to as well.
0: Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, that's the uh, the fold right there. Um, next thing we want to go to uh, talk about is the Samsung Watch. Uh, this thing, just uh, like its kind of part, is obviously amazing. Uh, some slight uh, upgrades. For the most part, I actually wasn't really too amazed with, uh, so kind of just like with a the flip. There wasn't a whole lot Neither of- was I. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of differences yeah. between the uh, the uh, the four and the five. Um, looks good, obviously, and they've added some.
1: Slight it does look good, and it's it's yeah, it's definitely one of those things where you're like, okay, um, do I want a round watch? <laughs> <laughs> and I think that question goes more out. You know what? I I don't say that as a general question. I think that question goes more out to the Apple users. Do they want a round watch if they're switching to Android for whatever reason? Because Um, I think you have your fair share of options for round watches out there on the Android side. Um, I've, I've tried out quite a few Android watches or non-Apple watches before, and, um, they all have their similarities, and a lot of it just boils down to the fact that they're all round. And, um that, that is another reason why I kind of prefer the Apple watch just because I feel like the screen real estate is better oriented and such. Mm -hmm. Um, so that, and that, that's, again, that's not coming from somebody who's like, Oh, I really want something that's Apple. No, that's me saying something I've tried like five, six, seven smartwatches, um, that, that's not the Apple watch. And that's, you know, pairing them to an Android and getting the whole entire experience and stuff like that. And I was just like, "I, I, I don't know. I just feel like Apple did it better in that sense. Um, but that's, again, that's just a personal preference. If you guys out there have round watches and stuff like that, and it works out for you and you don't notice any difference, then go for it. Um, but yeah, to, to talk about those, those watches there. Um, I guess the biggest thing that I didn't like is the pro does not have the, uh, the physical bezel that you can turn, you know, around the, uh, outside of the, the watch. Um, which I felt like that was a really key feature, at least for me um, when I was using the Samsung watches. Uh, I just wasn't really a big fan of the touch bezel. So, but that's just me. Um, so, if, I mean, for, for those of you out there who, who are thinking about getting the Pro, um, you know, if that's something you don't really care about, then don't let that hinder, you know, your thought process on buying it. But that was one thing that I was like, oh man, I wish they would have just kept that for the Pro because that was a really, um, for me at least that was a key feature. So,
0: yeah, and the uh, the pro does look a lot more, um, like I guess you could say a classical type watch, uh, the way that it's designed. Uh, it definitely looks like something you'd probably get from like a jewelry store, um, but it also has that futuristic technological
1: aesthetic to it. So, so the um, the regular watch five starts at two eighty, and then you also got the pro that starts at. Uh, Four fifty, so um, which is which is decently priced, I would say.
0: Yeah, that's actually not too bad at all. Um, Apple's selling their Apple Series Seven just for comparison um, for four hundred dollars.
1: But then you've also got the rumored uh, Series Eight Pro Apple Watch Pro that's you know expected to come later on. Uh, they're expecting that to be around. I think we've hit on this before, where it's like eight hundred or nine hundred dollars um what's weird about that is is that they're using sapphire crystal for the watch face protection it has a titanium unibody design um but then you look at the um galaxy watch 5 pro and that has sapphire crystal that has a titanium frame so it's just really annoying how they kind of you know pump up the the um pricing for that and you know expect people like oh a thousand dollars for a watch that's not bad it's got the pro name so I'm hoping that those rumors are just kind of, you know, trying to put in the Apple logo and just say, oh, it's going to be higher. I, I'm, I'm hoping it's not going to be that much because that would be outrageous. So, but that's just to get put into context. So I, I really do feel like the Pro is a, is a, is well-priced. Um, and, and believe it or not, for those of you who guys have never been in the Samsung ecosystem, it actually is a really nice ecosystem to be in. Um, they do a really good job of just blending everything together, giving you that... Um, continuity uh, for the lack of better words because I know that's used commonly among Apple um, products but they really do a good job of doing that and I I give a lot of credit to Samsung for kind of keeping their ecosystem well developed.
0: Yeah absolutely and uh, speaking of uh, ecosystem uh, you have obviously your phone, you got your watch Uh, how about your headphones? The uh, Buds 2 um, are also being released in this unpacked event and not really a whole lot of difference. I think the the main thing that I really am impressed with is the uh, their new sound quality. It's a 24 bits. I think it's a 32,000 hertz. Um, basically, a lot more high clear audio. Obviously, it's two way, um, which is great. Um, but the sound quality is amazing. Apparently, uh, and 24 bit
1: versus. And just to clarify, that's not the buds two. That's the buds two pro. Just just so you two, guys. Know two pro. Yes, I apologize. Sorry. Yeah, the two pro um
0: that's what i was that's what i meant uh yeah the two pro uh, they have a much better higher sound quality and the great thing about it is uh when you're around people like in a coffee shop or whatever because that that was one of the cool things about this is when you're around someone it recognizes your speech and it takes the uh, anc the uh, noise cancellation like Turns it off completely, which is really nice because they do start at uh 154, so that's actually not a bad price at all. I was expecting these things to with,
1: with the trade in. Yeah, it starts at 154, and then if you want to buy it outright, it's at 230. So 230, still not a bad price. Um,
0: uh, even if you do have a trade in or whatever, uh, it's not too bad for the what you're getting. The quality, the look, is very sleek, really nice to be honest. And that purple that finish is uh absolutely stunning as well. So uh
1: what are your thoughts on those? Um yeah, no, I definitely like the the colors as well. I, I've always felt like Samsung does a really good job with their finishes and color selections. So, absolutely. Um that a uh that Bora purple uh definitely stands out. Um and then you just got your classic white and then the graphite which is kind of I guess a space grayish kind of look. Um almost yeah the lack of better description yeah yeah so um so when i mean when you compare that to other professional buds out there it's it's right in line i don't think it's overly priced it's a it's a decent um decent range and then like you were saying they definitely have their specifications for higher quality in there as well so so yeah so that pretty much wraps up all the products that were announced on the unpacked event this august um and I was just kind of curious to get what you kind of felt on from what you remember from last year's 2021 event to this year's yeah, event as well. Um, just the overall general um, evaluation. Yeah,
0: so there weren't, like we discussed, the last year's event for sure was amazing just because of, of the new advancements that they made uh, the body composition thing that was astounding to me for sure. Uh, honestly, the only two major things that had, I'd say major upgrades were the fold and the, I want to say either the buds or the watch, probably the buds to be honest, just cause they do have that, um, more higher clear, um, audio. Um, but there, there's still updates and I, I hope that, uh, Samsung continues to improve and, um, Make a whole lot of physical changes um to their devices because so far I mean I gotta say they're doing great and I would honestly even though I don't have a Samsung device, I would recommend it um uh, probably definitely the uh the fold uh if you have that kind of money <laughs> um but it, it does yeah for really somebody
1: good. you know from looking from the outside in um I could definitely see you know that being a really good recommendation I know. Everyone has their own experiences. Everyone's been like, oh, I've had a Samsung, it's awful. Or, oh, I've had an iPhone and I hate it, so that's why I went to a Pixel or whatever. Everyone has that one, you know, experience where they're like, okay, this is why I switched and I've never had any issues since. You know, it's kind of hard to evaluate that from that standpoint. But um, just on a face value, what you're looking at and what was announced, um, the specifications, the um, development year over year, Now we're getting into our fourth generation of our foldable and flippable phones here. Um, Yeah, it's definitely something worth at least trying out. Um, You know, if it's something you you find you you don't really like or enjoy, you know, they always have their return policies. But um, yeah, and as far as the event, um, the one thing that I actually liked over any, aside from the fact that, you know, the way that uh, Steve Jobs... his audience in the past is um, I liked how they transitioned from topic to topic yes um, with Apple I feel like it's always there's always so much back to you back to you back to you with Samsung they just kept you on your toes you know they had a splash screen of what was the next um, product they were talking about you kind of knew they didn't treat you like you're you know this idiot they actually you know like you get the picture this is what we're talking about next and they moved on And I feel like that cut cut out a lot of the jibber jabber and it just kept things really concise, quick moving along. Um, so I really did like that about, you know, uh, at least, especially in this case, this event for 2022. Um, but it's, it's definitely one of those events that I enjoy watching. It's not something where it's just annoying. Of course, they talk about their stuff on how they're trying to improve the environment and such. So, you know, you kind of expect that from almost any brand out there nowadays, but, um, that's kind of how I felt about the, um, what they did this year
0: yeah the entire unpacked event for uh, this year was definitely uh, really cool to watch like you said i just i couldn't stop watching it it was so fun to see like all the different things you could do how people were using it um you know just there there were so many things going on like it kept it kept your attention onto the actual um, product and I think that's a very important thing and I would agree with you as well I feel like that's something that Apple lacks in <laughs>
1: they just yeah it it, they, they definitely kept you kept their pace kept you you know engaged and um well you know as I alluded to any Apple event that I watch on YouTube or on their podcast app that has Steve Jobs I am never bored I can watch a Steve Jobs event Start to finish, and you know, never feel like, Oh my gosh, I can't wait for this guy to get on with what he's you know, or whatever the introduction is, or in the next product. Absolutely, nowadays, uh, and especially with these virtual events, it's awful. Uh, I just, I'm not the biggest fan of you know, their keynotes and their you know, fall events. It's just there's certain things where I just feel like, Oh my gosh, this is so boring. Surprisingly, I just didn't feel that way with Samsung. I just didn't. Yeah, the, there wasn't really a, a point in that event where I was like, "Oh, I'm bored. I just can't wait to get this over with." It feels like you know, it feels like I'm doing homework or I'm watching something because I have to. No, I actually enjoyed it. So, um if you guys haven't actually ever watched a unpacked event, I would definitely encourage you to absolutely. Do um, you want to wait wait until you know next spring or whatever, or if you just want to go on YouTube and watch one, try it out. Um, you know, there's I would probably say you know there are some introductions and stuff like that you could probably could skip but um once they once they start rolling with their you know products and stuff like that that's really when you get into it you're like okay this is really good um even like you know Miguel mentioned last year with their body sensor and stuff like that that kept me intrigued as well just of how it was working and the technology that they used yeah. and developed um that was really interesting as well so but uh overall yeah really good event um definitely worth watching so and then we'll actually moving on to Samsung's competition um Apple wasn't really any major news. Uh we just had beta six release uh yesterday. So um huh, we didn't have any really major feature upgrades. Uh I think Miguel you had a couple that you kind of thought were interesting enough to to uh, worth noting. Um just some minor fixes, not
0: really any new um stuff the percentage of the battery on the top right is still there so they haven't taken it away which shows that they're definitely most likely keeping it for iOS 16 and hopefully for future updates um just just, like I said some minor uh fixes uh when you're in Google or Safari or whatever and you're in landscape mode and you scroll down it used to be that the uh time and it was just the time nothing else it was to the right on the top it was in a weird place and I don't know if that was Apple's intention or if they just hadn't fixed it or whatever. But now the time and the um, the date and everything there is on the left side, like how it used to be. So that is now fixed. Um, another thing is if you go into your settings, uh, in your battery settings, um, before it was when you press low power mode and turned it on and off, the percentage turning on and off um, part would gray out and you couldn't use it. Uh, they've now fixed that. You can now turn um, battery percentage on and off, regardless of whether low power mode is also on and off. So, uh, a little bit of something there. Um, I, I've heard on Twitter, I've read a few comments on YouTube comments as well. Uh, the previous Beta 5, people tended to have a battery battery usage. Uh, I will test that out for Beta 6 and so will JD and see if it's uh, any improvements better as well. Uh, we are on um, version two zero A five three four nine B and usually how this works is A is their last beta. And that it's really like I'm really excited because this is the point where we're getting to the final update. Um
1: Yeah, we're on a we're on a weekly basis now for updates. So it used to be bi weekly, now we're on a weekly and um yeah, really getting really really actually it's just another indication that we're getting close to that fall event, so
0: yeah, super stoked about that, really excited. Um and honestly with everything that um Apple has brought into uh I'm pretty satisfied with it. It's not anything amazing. It's not like uh like everything has changed. The main thing obviously is the uh, the lock screen. Uh, They've added new customization, which is something that (laughs) Apple really doesn't do a whole
1: lot of, to be honest. So I'm really glad. They do not give you options or variations, or if they do, it's very, very little, very restrictive. Yeah.
0: So I'm glad to see them uh, do that. I I love that you can customize your home screen to add new widgets, or well, to add widgets that you already have on the home screen, but to actually implement them into your lock screen is really nice. and I'm glad they've done that, so... Uh, we're nearing the end of our episode, uh, however, I, I had thought about this, and I talked with JD about it, and I thought it was a good idea, so uh, for every episode, we're going to introduce a, a a new company, That well, not a new company, we're going to introduce a company that's not really well known by the masses, uh, you know, people can name right off the bat Samsung, Apple, uh, OnePlus, and all this kind of stuff, but... Brands that normally people don't talk about are things that we're really into—new uh, kinds of products uh, that people don't really have never seen or that uh, never been mentioned. So today's one is uh, Incipio. Uh, last week I was at Walmart and uh, my Rhino Shield case, which Rhino Shield's supposed to be pretty good, I bought it like. It was a $40 case, but the, the case was starting to bend from the middle to the edge. I don't know if that's a a thing with every Shield case, but it was just not doing it for me. And we were walking by the clearance, and I saw Incipio. I saw the case, and uh, I tried it on, and it fit really, really nicely. It looked pretty good in terms of quality, um, and its feel is really nice as well uh i think uh, jd had mentioned uh it's kind of like a spygen case basically um and with with these uh new uh talks about companies we'll also read just a a quick little thing or talk about uh how they were established and um made so uh, on the website here you can go to it right now just it's incipio.com uh In 1999, Nincipia was born in an Orange County, California garage with just $500 and the then-novel idea to protect the mobile phone, a need that was just the beginning. We created a case for the first iPhone and made our way into major wireless carrier retail stores. More than 20 years later, our exponential growth only gets better. Our global presence is a testament to our passion, and our award-winning cases are stronger than ever. Um i absolutely agree with that this case is actually pretty durable it's one of those cases where it's a two-part um so there's rubber on the inside and it's more of like a hard plastic on the outside uh kind of like um
1: otterbox is it like a commuter is that how you would yeah, kind of yes feel it okay because i know there's the defender which is massively it's like a brick well but th- then you got a commuter which it has a two-part two-piece where it's the plastic and the rubber
0: yeah uh th- like i said okay the feel is nice um there was a case there that really hindered me from using the silent button. I don't know why they made it like that. Um, but this is a bit improved, I guess. Um, so yeah, Incipio is our, uh, named brand today. Um, and we'll be doing this every week and we'll find a, you know, if you guys have any, uh, ones that you can think of, we'll, uh, go ahead and put it in. Um, but for now, we'll just, uh, look for one that we think might be really good for you guys to check out, uh, and they have really good deals right now, so definitely go check out Incipio. Uh, but that about wraps up uh, this episode. We hope you guys have enjoyed uh, uh, what we've talked about. Again, the Samsung event was pretty extraordinary. Uh, like, again, you were really brought into uh, what they were uh, trying to expand upon and the the devices they were bringing out. And we're really excited to see Um um, those for sure so
1: yeah and then we got also have the Apple event on um, we're expected to be around t- the 12th of September maybe the 13th um, no official official invites have been sent out yet but um, we're about a month away so um, just we'll, we'll keep you posted on that too absolutely and for any other thing that um, comes out in terms of uh, Apple or Samsung as
0: always we do um, so yeah that wraps up this episode we hope you guys have enjoyed uh, If you did like it, uh, make sure you uh, follow um, for future updates uh, so you can keep right on track with uh, our discussions and such. Uh, And we will catch you guys in the next one. Peace Peace out. out.